Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Hey, what's happening in San Diego? And welcome in to Gwyn and Chris. Uh, Monday edition of the program. We'll be with you uh, right up until the uh, start of Padre Baseball tonight. A little bit later on, 545, Sammy Levitt will have the pregame show. Padres will send Blake Snell to the mound tonight in San Francisco. It is win or the competitive phase of this season is over for the San Diego Padres. They must win tonight to keep alive even the slimmest of hopes of reaching the postseason. I missed everybody. Was gone, as you know, for the last couple of weeks. But uh, Scraby and Tony. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. And uh, how are you? I, I Did I miss anything? Did the Padres, did they finally win more than three games in a row, Tony? They, they did. They did. They Not actually, only did they do it, they did it twice. They did four in a row, twice in a row. They did four in a row, twice in a row. Yeah. They won eight straight games. Yeah, I know. It was it was incredible, amazing. incredible. I was, I was on the other side of the world, but not that far away that I couldn't keep up with what was going on as the Padres did get that little miracle run, get everybody's hopes alive there for a little while. And uh, then, wouldn't you know it, Tony, it all came crashing down and yet another extra inning loss on Saturday night. Just absolutely amazing that they have played now 12 extra inning games this year and have not yet been able to win a single one of them. If that doesn't underscore the frustration of this season, I don't know what else does, you know? If if you hadn't, hadn't watched the Padres all season long, you could have watched the last two games of the homestand, and that would have given you your answer on what this team has done. Uh, the first night would have told you why their season would ultimately fail. Um, but the second night, the second day would tell you the potential and what you thought could happen on a more consistent basis right. in terms of the drubbing that they put on the Cardinals yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah, you missed you missed quite a bit. You missed um, a, a slow build back of confidence of of hope. Um, then you saw it kind of almost emptied. Uh, on on Saturday, <laughs> and then you saw it kind of. You saw after Sunday. I don't know that it moved very much, but you know Monday rolls around and you, you feel a little. You, you you're holding on to that little bit of, of fuel that's left in that hope <laughs> jar. You know what I'm saying? You're the holding glimmer, on to it. The gleam. Yeah, so it's the gleam. So, man. As you said, Padres have to win tonight. 
Yeah, they got to win they, tonight. They, they got to worry about tonight before they can worry about tomorrow. Yeah, the Arizona did lose earlier today, so uh, that keeps uh, – there's still hope of catching Arizona. There's still hope of catching the Cubs. But both of those teams have 82 victories right now. The Padres have 77. The most the Padres can get is 83 if they go 6-0. Right. and 0. Right. And if the Diamondbacks or Cubs get to 83 – then that's curtains for the Padres. So uh, Cubs do not play tonight. Diamondbacks, as I said, already played today, lost to the Yankees. So, uh, look, you got Blake Snell on the mound, and, you know, I don't care what you say uh, with what's happened this season. Uh, Blake Snell has been an unbelievable story, Tony, and uh, he's going after the Cy Young Award. I believe he's going to get it unless something crazy happens here in the final week of the season. And, um, you know, I, I don't expect him. I don't expect him to be the guy on the mound the night that the season comes to an end. No, no, I, I, I don't either. I, I think, uh, you know, Blake is, as you said, he has been phenomenal um, since May. Nothing has changed. He's been the same dude. He's had, you know, maybe an outing where he gave up three runs, but that has been like one or two. Uh, he's either given up one, zero, one, or maybe two. And that hasn't happened very often. Are you talking about is, runs or just hits? I'm talking. <laughs> Sometimes he only gives up zero or one hits. I mean, he didn't give up any that, hits in his last start. That's that's how good he's been. And he is gave that, up that, one hit in his previous start. Is that the zero, one, or two could be applied to hits or runs? God, in this, it's unbelievable in this Tony. run that he's been on. And I do, I agree. I think at this point, he only is padding his stats or his numbers. Um, in order to have a, in order to, to to build the case even further. Yeah, he's had uh, eight starts since May, in which he's allowed two or fewer hits. Eight times he's allowed two or fewer hits, including last time out where he no hit the Rockies for seven innings, and uh, did not get a decision. Xander won that game with a walk off, but yeah, it's uh, look, it's been uh, ultimately this little rise at the end of the season, uh, you know. Is, I mean, unless something ridiculous happens, it's all going to just basically serve as a reminder as to what really could have been and probably should have been this season. But it just, for whatever reason, we said it a hundred times this year, it wasn't meant to be. Um, you know, everybody has spent, at least the, from what I could tell, Tony, while I was gone for the last couple of weeks, everybody's basically tried to dissect now exactly why it was that what happened happened. And, you know, I... I, I don't know. I mean, I read all the stories and Kevin Acey's story on Manny and uh, Dennis Lynn's story on, you know, Preller versus Melvin. And I, I said it in July. I said, if this season continues to go down the porcelain fixture, as it turned out, <laughs> you know, I these kinds of stories are going to come out. There's yes. never there's never a season of disappointment that ends without somebody saying something was dysfunctional. It had, right. it almost right. had to be for this all to take place. So I, I didn't find any of the reporting to be uh, anything but excellent journalism. But at the same time, I didn't find any of it to be all that surprising, to be honest with you. I mean, this is not exclusive to San Diego, right? I mean, anytime there is expectation and it's not met, inevitably... These stories are written. Why are they written? Chris, throughout most of this season, because of how it was played out, some of the the main thing that people were asking or surmising they're on their own 
was that there was some type of issue going on. And all these articles were, you know, and in, 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 in some ways, as Banny said, there might have been quotes left out, but it still gave the picture of what may have been an issue, may not have been an issue, right? That, that's This is what guys were saying in the clubhouse, right? And so the, it's it's answering those same questions of why or what is happening. Now, we can't be remiss if we, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up today's uh, piece that came out in the AP. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Joe Musgrove yeah. um, is speaking in it. And I'll just read you a, a, a little bit of the quote, right? Because he is... He, he he is basically saying that um, there were issues, but he wouldn't it doesn't rise to the level of dysfunction that, you know, is made being, you know, perceived. And here's what he said. He said, look, you look at last year, we were one step away from being in the World Series competing for the ultimate prize. Not a whole lot's changed this year. Obviously, there were some there were things that went on in the clubhouse this year that we didn't do a very good job of addressing and handling. I think. If we address some of those things sooner, instead of kind of letting them fester, some of this stuff might have uh, worked itself out. By no means is it a dysfunctional organization. He would go on. He said Musgrove declined to offer specifics, saying a lot of stuff has been said already in these in these write-ups that have come out. So, that, that, although he's saying it's not dysfunction, that's not exactly a denial uh, that there were some issues. And I think that's, that's right. pretty obvious. They also he also goes on to say that they talked about they've talked about it from a team standpoint within the clubhouse, um, uh, you know, things that were said and, and how Manny felt and where the team, everybody stood with each other. So, I mean, if this, you don't have those type of meetings if there's not something happening. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. They did not have a bunch of meetings throughout the season because everything was functioning perfectly. Right. They did so. not lose a lot of these games because everything was functioning perfectly. I, I was not surprised by anything I saw or heard or read. And, you know, this is not, this is not, this is honestly, I thought the journalism, as I said, was good on all sides. But if you ask anybody who leaves an organization, whether yeah. it be a baseball yeah. team or 100%. a law firm or a radio station or anything about the place where they used to work, they're going to tell you that there was probably some dysfunction. Hundred percent. It never it's, fails. It, so if you it, ask it, a player who was here that is elsewhere, hey, was there problems in that clubhouse? They're probably going to say, yeah, there were. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just na- human behavior. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you, I think it's fair to to look at those ones with a little more skepticism. But um, three different articles, all having you know players in there talking about it. And these are grown men. They can they can get beyond this stuff. It is not a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of it sounds like just communication. That is just a, a simple thing that, you know, we all have to, to learn how to deal with. And when you communicate, everybody knows where to stand. So, you know, I, I'm going to take Joe's word on, on this one. No, it's not dysfunction, but there were certainly things that had to be discussed. They were discussed. And he thinks they'll be able to move forward. Let's also say one last thing about this particular subject, and then I want to ask you about Bob Melvin, because I know you've talked to him. But if the Padres, out of 12 extra inning games this year, just coin flipped and went 6-6, six and six, they would currently be a game up on the Cubs for the wild card. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So the same... 
big dysfunction that has led to this, you know, awful disaster of a season would be not even a blip on the radar had they just had a couple of bounces go their way or somebody gotten one big hit somewhere along the line. You could make a strong argument that as much as they didn't do right in those situations, that they probably had the worst luck possible in those same situations. Like, yes, I think it's well, well, it's acknowledged that they didn't execute very well in extra innings. But even when they did, they still lost those games games too. I mean, Bryce Harper did not have to get that hit against Josh Hader with two outs in the bottom of the 10th in Philadelphia. He did, and it just kind of went that way. The back-and-forth game in in Cincinnati where the Padres actually did get a bunch of runs, and, and they still lost. So, I mean... You know, Ryan McMahon homers in a rainstorm in Colorado <laughs> after a five-hour delay. Are you kidding me? These things, these things just—they all happened this year. So, right. it's not to defend the Padres. It's honestly to make try to make some sense of everything that everyone is trying to get us to make sense of. Um, yeah. uh, I do want to talk about Bob Melvin because that seems to be the latest thing now. Bob Melvin, will he be back? He will be back. He won't be back. He's going this way. He's going that way. A.J. Preller and he, they don't see eye to eye. Uh, You know, I think Tony's – I think you're the best source on this because you're around the team. I want to ask you about it, but we're kind of up against the break, and we have plenty of things to discuss on this. So uh, we'll get to what Tony – I know you have some good stuff on this, and I think you can hopefully help clear it up in the minds of a lot of people because I think a lot of people are creating their own narrative right now, and I I don't know if they're creating the correct narrative. So let's see if we can't square that away here in just a few minutes. But I will say this, guys, it is great to be back. I – I did uh, so much traveling through Europe in the last two weeks that I feel like I was an assignment with Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union Tribune covering track and field and soccer throughout uh, it, wherever I was. Well, we Italy. did say you were on assignment while you were gone. So. Yes, and we yeah. got – but Lori, my wife, got the biggest kick out of you writing that, that I was on assignment. When did I write that? Well, you said it all right, because somebody tweeted me or texted me ah. and said – you know, Scraby's. Oh, I know what happened. I Facebooked out some pictures of us yeah. somewhere, and somebody said, "Oh, because Scraby said you were quote on assignment." I hope you're uh, working hard thing. on your assignment. It, that was, was a Tony thing. That was, was a Tony thing. It was. A, it was a my. It was a me thing. Yeah. And it was my bu- my bubble got burst because I came home one day after work, and my wife, my wife, my mom was like, uh, "I thought you said Chris was on assignment." He's he's posting pictures in, in, in Europe. I was like, oh, I guess I, I guess I'm gonna have to stop telling everybody he's on yeah. assignment. Yeah, my wife laughed heartily at that. That I was on I assignment. Hope, I'm glad so. that she didn't hear what I kept saying about you while you were gone. I can only imagine what kinds of things you said, said about me while you I was were gone. DFA'd, but you'll be back on Monday. DFA'd? He kept, he kept DFA'd. Yeah, you were de- <laughs> designated for assignment, but you would be back on Monday. So, I see. Yes. All right. Well, I have uh, I have returned. Uh, I, I do know, uh, I am aware that the Dolphins put up 70 points yesterday, mm. which was a mm. remarkable performance. We will get into all of that in our Good, Bad, and Ugly, which comes up at the bottom of the hour, a recap of NFL Week 3. Of course, there are a couple of Monday night games tonight, uh, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, uh, and also Cincinnati against the Rams. So we'll talk about that. we got a Padres pen pals, and uh, I've looked at the questions, 
and you guys are coming in hard. So we will get into the Padre Pen Pals in the 3 o'clock hour today. We've got Chris versus the fans. I understand Dave versus the fans. was. We'll get into that at 4. We'll get to that a little bit later, Mm -hmm. but uh, Chris versus the fans is back today. And all the rest of it leading up to uh, Padres baseball tonight as Blake Snell tries to keep the Padres' faint hopes alive in San Francisco. Uh, 5.45 pregame show. Gwen and Chris, until then, stick around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris Ello back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello. And wait a second, wait for the applause that I knew Scraby was going to play there. I, I wasn't... No, you weren't uh, planning to? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's hilarious. They're right next to each other, Chris. I get Oh, you confused. just hit the wrong one by accident? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're right next to each other, he says. <laughs> and they're actually not. <laughs> yeah. Cold-blooded. Uh, but we got 222 on the clock. Padres taking on the Giants. They still have hope, ladies and gentlemen. This thing is not done yet. Of course... They'll have to pretty much win out. I think Chris has explained it, I think, the best at this point. The Padres can only max out at 83 wins, Yeah. right? And That's so it. that is, uh, the, the I believe, the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks and the Cubs. Diamondbacks and Cubs, they both oh, have 82. They got their one win away. And they and have so, the tiebreaker. So and they they both of those teams have the tiebreaker. Yeah, break. just for and fun, so, just because just because something else, you know, that's in the Padres' favor needs to go against them. Yeah, and yeah. that is the latest thing to go so, against them. You know, there's still a chance. Padres got to go undefeated, and the either Cubs, the Cubs or Diamondbacks need to go winless. Right. That's it. So that's, that's all. That's it. Dude, that's, that's the all you need. So uh, they'll, they'll, they'll Padres, nobody's playing today, by the way. It's four games a day. Diamondbacks played today. They lost. They lost the Yankees. There's only three other games left yeah. on today's slate. The only real game with a ton of, of significance are the last two being played, um, and that's the Padres and the Giants. And the 
Mariners, Mariners and, Astros. and Astros. Yeah, the Astros uh, as, could miss out on the playoffs. How about that? The Astros very well because Tampa, or excuse me, Toronto is is playing well enough to where they haven't clinched that second spot yet, but they're close to. So, yeah. um, you know, this is this is going to be a wild run. It could be a wild run down the stretch here. But uh, Padres back in action. Great pitching match that matchup. Logan Webb, Blake Snell. He continues to push for um, his. Second Cy Young. Now, Chris, before we went to break, you said you wanted to ask me uh, a question. Well, I just was, you know, everybody's everybody's got their own narrative now on what's going to happen with Bob Melvin. And, oh, you know, yeah. some people think he's going to be back. Some people think he's going to not be back. Some people think he's going to get fired. Some people think he's going to quit. And I just think, you know, I know that, you know, you hang around this team and you told me you had a chance to talk with him about this very subject. I, I, I don't know, you know, how I much... Mean, he, he, he he just was was wondering, you know, um, he was asking me where the that narrative cut was coming from in terms of him quitting. Like, you know, they don't give away these jobs very often. There's only thirty of them, and so uh, I think to make a long story short, he's not going to be quitting. What it's all said and done. Yeah. Uh, now that doesn't mean the, the the Padres could decide to go a different route. But it ain't going to be because he says, I, I'm quitting. I'm not coming back. He is under contract uh, through next year, and uh, I think his intention is certainly to be back. Well, I, I, that, to me, clears up quite a bit. Because, I, I mean, I don't know why the Padres would honestly want to fire this guy. Uh, you know, based on his his career qualifications. Yeah. And... You know that that's just the only thing I can. That's the only thing I can go on. If this was his first year as a manager, you might say, you know what, it wasn't the right fit. You know, maybe we need to go in another direction. But this wasn't his first year managing. This is like his twentieth year managing, and three times he's been the manager of the year. He he took care of the A's, one of the you know <laughs> one of the weakest franchises in all of baseball. Kept getting them to the postseason or darn near to it. Got the Padres to an NL championship series. Guy knows what he's doing. And I, I, I just I, I'm not in the of the mind to move on from Bob Melvin if I'm the Padres. But a lot of people seem to think that you know with all the smoke, there's going to be fire, and the smoke seems to indicate that you know he and AJ don't see eye to eye. Um, let me just clear up one thing with everybody out there on that. Tony Gwynn Jr. and Chris Ello don't see eye to eye on everything. I don't expect that two guys in the positions that these two guys are in are going to see eye to eye on everything. Um, and, but I don't know that there's a, a disconnect that's so so big that a change needs to be made. And yeah, I, I mean, I I can't speak to that part specifically because I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I do know what you hear, but that isn't always accurate. And so, you know, we'll we'll see how this all plays itself out as this season comes to an end or whenever that decision or, or decisions are made. We'll all know about it. Um, but I, I've said this before. When Andy got – when Andy Green was let go, you could feel it. You could, you could almost – it was like tension in the air. Um, when Jace Tingler was let go at the end of the season. That was uh, almost a foregone conclusion. Um, I don't know that that, that's the same feeling right now. I honestly don't know what's going to happen once this season ends. Um, Clearly, there was a lot of expectation that wasn't met. Uh, A lot of times, there are ramifications for that. What those are, 
I don't know. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> well, give me another chance. Give me a chance to go six and six in extra innings next year. Change the entire narrative. I I hear you, and I've said the same thing last week. Bob Melvin deserves another shot at being a manager. But what I think people are scared that this winning streak is going to do is going to overshadow some of the issues that we had talked about before this winning streak came about. And so we can't really forget about those issues just because they had a winning streak, you know? Yeah, but what are the the issues that are the, the issues that we know are there are a this team stunk at getting hits with runners in scoring position and they right. topped it off by going 1 for 17 in the game that ultimately eliminated them or by all that intents and purposes That game was the epitome of their Saturday season night. as you guys exactly. said. Exactly. They went 1 for 17, they couldn't get a hit with runners in scoring position all year. This team played terrible in close games. They were 7 and 22 in one-run games. That's almost impossible to duplicate, and it's certainly impossible to duplicate going 0 and 12 in extra innings because that's only happened one other time in the history of Major League Baseball. So the the things that happened this year were so one-sidedly in my mind just crazy. You almost have to run it back and take your chances with the same you know, ball club. Now, you've got to, you know, fix some things. There's no question. You know, the, 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 but I think a lot of those things have almost already been addressed. I mean, Camposano's given the Padres another bat. Garrett Cooper yeah. has given the Padres another consistent performer over there in the lineup. Um, yeah. You know, Kim has been great. Now, Cronenworth, you've got to imagine, is just going to come back. You're not going to give up on this guy after one terrible season. Bogart's second half. And right. When you get right down to it, and Fernando and Machado are all going to end up with really, really good numbers. I hate, I hate to tell you, look it up. For all of the people who hate Xander Bogarts and love Hassan Kim, Take a look at the Padres' statistics today. You're going to be shocked when you find out that Xander Bogarts has a better batting average, has a better slugging percentage, and has a better OPS than Hassan Kim. Yeah, I mean, and you love Hassan Kim, and you can't stand Xander Bogarts. So (laughs) these guys, you know, the four big guys have all, you know, managed to put the number. Manny ended up getting to his 30 home runs and his 90-plus RBI. I mean, it happened. Soto got to where and he normally gets. Just to just to be clear, the point of this is is that's why they should run it back. You know, not right. at this because they st- all those other things that Chris said at the beginning of this are still true. They they were horrible with runners in scoring position. Yeah, they were extremely bad, especially in extra innings um, when they needed to execute. But you know, I, I don't know that there is a, a change in the roster. That is going to make them better in those areas next year, you know. Other than those guys just being better in those areas next year, and so, um, yeah, man, I, I'm with you. They should 100 percent run it back. Well, we'll all find out, you know, in, a, in the next couple of weeks. We'll find out. Yeah. But you know, in the meantime, let's just see what happens tonight and try to stay alive for one more day. Indeed. Let's get to break. When we return. GBU. Good, bad, ugly. I cannot wait. This is our first. This is our first real one. Let's be real. Whoa, Uh, whoa, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Scrape. We'll we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. More going to Chris on the way. (laughs) 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 2.37 is the time. Chrisello back from a, uh, being DFA'd. I got sent out yep. for two weeks. Not sure that we, it was a better replacement for me while I was gone. That's my way of getting back at you for all of the mean things you've said to me already today. There were, there were a few moments where I got stuck, but for really? the most part, I did okay. You did okay? Yeah. Matt's Gravy alongside here in the Odyssey Palace Studios. Of course, Tony Gwynn Jr. is in San Francisco where the Padres look to keep their uh, flickering playoff hopes alive. They must win tonight. Blake Snell makes the start. Uh, I did just look this up. He still leads Major League Baseball in ERA by quite a margin, 2.33. Garrett Cole is next at 2.75. He also leads the uh, Major Leagues in walks with 97. Michael Kopech of the White Sox is next with 91. So he just went on the IL. So he's a wrap. It's a wrap. He's done. Yeah, it's it is not likely. It's almost assured that Blake Snell is going to become the first pitcher in the history of baseball to lead the league in ERA and walks in the same season. And that's all because Crazy. he never gives up a hit. Yep. Didn't give up any his last time out. He is stingy. Stingy. Giants and uh, Padres coming up a little bit later. All right. Uh, week three of the National Football League will uh, come to a close tonight with a couple of Monday night games. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What? Before you start, I just can't. I, I want to finish what I was saying yes. before we went to break. Yeah. I am so happy to have you back doing the good, the bad. I don't understand why. Was it all 49er centric while I was going? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't, But it just felt so forced. It wasn't. It didn't. (laughs) It didn't flow naturally. Scraby did his best. He did a really heck of a job putting it together. But it just. It was missing something. And that something was Chris Ellis. Snark. Uh, You know, just I don't know. He just has the right voice for this recap. You know, and you know, I think Scrape, I'm only good at like a couple of things in the entire world. So you know, I took this very seriously. The, you did, you did. I didn't say you didn't take it seriously. You did a, a great job, Scrape. But I mean, didn't have the music going sometimes. It was just a a feel that <laughs> that that Chris brings. And so, Chris, I'm happy to have you back on on. GBU. I am happy to be back. <laughs> I, I cannot stand Tony right now. <laughs> it was the one thing that, uh, man, when I get off the, uh, you guys, I, all right, I'll, I'll complain one time. I had a 23-hour travel day yesterday, so I'm jet-lagged oh, beyond belief. Go. And um, I just, I, I don't know if I'll mention that again today, but I'm just I'm throwing sure it out there at least once. I'm sure we hear it a hundred times. Yeah. But despite all of that, I want everybody to know that's how much, you know, I care and love all you guys out there. When I did get home last night, first thing I did was go over the you know highlight scores and get everything ready for the GBU. Good, bad, and ugly. I did wake up to a text message with a lot of GBU. So there you and go. Which is impressive, Chris, that you're texting all of that to us. <laughs> yes, yes, I he do. does, ladies I do. and gentlemen. All right, here we go with the good. And uh, I know Scraby gets upset whenever I put the Dolphins in the good, but it's kind of hard to leave them out this week. 
they put up this. I, this might be more impressive than the seventy points. Seven hundred and twenty-six yards of offense. I don't know if I've ever heard of that in an NFL game. It's only the fourth time in the history of football that a team has reached seventy in an NFL game. And uh, the Dolphins did all that to the Denver Broncos yesterday. And uh, I think it was a, I think it was the first time an offense had allowed three fifty of passing and three fifty of rushing. Yeah, Whoa. I mean Denver Denver did it all. We're going to talk about their situation That's in the second. But Swiss it was cheese. It was a Miami massacre yesterday, led by their rookie running back Devin A. Chain. Barrios in motion. The pitch to A-Chain. Off the left side. 40! 50! He's gone! 30! Nobody's going to catch the A-Chain! I have no idea what just happened. What, what, <laughs> that was a little, was a little convoluted two, there. Was that two people? I think was so. That like, was that recorded over each other? No, like, no, no, that, no. That was definitely that was the call. Yeah. That wow. Was yeah, that, was a, call. that was a confusing call. But there was nothing confusing about the result. Miami 70. 70! Denver 20. Uh, there's so many different things that happen in this game that have never happened before. Uh, A-Chain and uh, Raheem Mostert both scored four touchdowns. That's only happened once before. Uh, we talked about the 726 yards, the 70 points. That hasn't happened in 57 years in an NFL game. And wow. Miami did did uh, choose not to kick a field goal late in the game. Oh, I'm so uh, you know this this that bothers was, me more than anything. Well, that was look they shouldn't have, and they did. No, they should so. have. Oh, you wanted Why? you wanted, uh, you're crazy. They've you're already such scored seventy points. What's the point in not kicking a field goal? Uh, not rubbing the other team's face in it. You've already scored seventy, Scrape. Okay, if there was any other head coach on the other sideline, I would say seventy is fine. But Sean Payton was the one who talked. A lot of trash before you don't the think the seventy, the seven hundred and twenty-six yards, and I think they put enough up, into his face uh, <laughs> yeah, as think, it was. I think they got him pretty good. Yeah, and, and by the way, there was a couple of other little storylines here. A couple of years ago, when Peyton was doing television, uh, Sean Peyton, oh, that yes, is, he, did. Yeah. he said yeah. that Tua. Yeah was not going to be able to get the job done and would eventually get beaten out yep. and replaced by, who was it? Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Teddy, Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I think Tua went to school on that comment yesterday. He, he no repli- passes, of course. He, he yeah. took that to task. Yes, he did. He went 17 for 17 to open the game. And, um, That's my quarterback. That's it, my was, quarterback. it was incredible. So Miami uh, rolls. They're 3-0, and and everybody thinks they're world beaters. Uh, we'll see. We know. Got a long we way know. To go. Chris is not going to allow himself. No. to believe that. No, They've, I'm already worried that they're going to get you know their next <laughs> game at Buffalo. They're going to get beat for sure. All right. Next up on the good list, the team that is probably better overall oh, than yeah. the Dolphins. The oh, Dolphins yeah. are getting all the pub right now. But the San Francisco 49ers Thursday night they had it going. Offense, defense. Debo Samuel take over. Second down seven. Purdy in the gun. Elijah Mitchell now in. Juszczyk wanted to come in motion. Purdy says stay where you are as a right wing. Right slot. Kittle's a left wing with Ray Ray. They're going to throw. And here's Purdy going to throw one deep. Wide uh, for Debo. Made the catch on the back shoulder. Touchdown! San Francisco! Yeah, I forgot about how much that annoyed me. <laughs> I hadn't heard that yet this year. You know what Al Michaels got a lot of heat over? What? Well, 
first he made several bear of misinformation comments like George Seifert won two Super Bowls, Bill Walsh won. But he said, and I agree with him for this, he said, why are we showing shots of San Francisco? That's 50 miles away. And everybody was, why do you have to be like that, Al? I agree with him. They are the you Santa are Clara the, 49ers. You are the one guy that just can't stand the fact that they are called the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. Five zero miles away. Five zero. That's like from 50. here to San Clemente or more. I will say this for people who can't stand you, there's a lot that listen to this show, there's or people that can't stand me who there's listen a lot to the show. Of those. There's a lot more of those. You guys might all be in for a long football season because, unfortunately, as yeah. it goes right now, Scraby and my teams are the two best <laughs> in the league. So we'll see if that holds up. Uh, also, in the good. Aaron Rodgers, who? Man, the Green Bay Packers are down 17-0, 11 minutes left. They come back, beat the Saints. Jordan Love in the shotgun, takes the snap. Love throws, right side, back shoulder, leaping, grab, Romeo, death, touchdown, Green Bay Packers, sensational throw and catch. Oh, my goodness. All right, don't uh, get yourself tongue-tied there. It's only uh, week three of the season, but the Packers do beat the Saints with a great comeback. 18-17, they improved to 2-1. and one. They'll take on the Lions this week in a matchup of 2-1 and one Thursday night game coming up a little later in the week. But the Packers, uh, yay, man, when they let Aaron Rodgers you know, go or traded him finally, etc., I think everybody thought the Packers were done and the Jets were on the way. Well, it so happens that the Jets kick off the bad segment of the uh, highlights this week as the uh, Zach Wilson-led New York offense... Just cannot come up with anything at all. And the New England Patriots have now won 15 straight games over New York. New England converts. Gesicki moves right to left. Jones with a play fake. And a throw down the right seam. It's caught by Farrell Brown. Reaching to the 20. 15-10. Chased by Amy. Five. Stretching out to the pylon. A dive for a touchdown. Patriots. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, no, we're not. That happened. It did, and, and it happened with you talking all over the guy. Also, <laughs> color guy. Uh, New England 15, the Jets 10. The, the Jets are going to play a lot of games like this now, this season. And, and everybody's coming out of the woodwork now. Matt Ryan was asked whether he's coming out of retirement. Yeah, his agent apparently S- called the Jets. Scraby still thinks Brady's coming out of retirement. No, I'm, I'm over that. But he already man, said no. Zach Wilson just... They uh, need a new quarterback, though. They really do. They're they, going to waste yeah. it what could be a very good season. Yes, uh, as, as much as you know, we wanted to believe that... Um, that there's some, been some some rub off of Aaron being in the building for six months. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> doesn't look, doesn't look like it. Although I say this though, Belichick can still coach. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I did watch that Miami New England game, uh, and I, I, you know Miami's offense was you know kept pretty quiet in that game. They won, but Belichick can still get it done. Uh, Indianapolis and Baltimore yesterday, Colts. Surprise the Ravens, 22-19. This is bad for the Ravens as they uh, leave Miami as the only AFC unbeaten team. Now, Baltimore was without seven starters in this game. But you know things are bad when even Justin Tucker missed a late field goal, albeit a 61-yarder. But don't tell me you all didn't think he was going to make it. I did. But uh, he missed it, and the Colts are a surprising 2-1. and one. Maybe uh, Shane Steichen knows what he's doing there a little bit. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, true. he did it with and a backup Richardson quarterback. Good. He, had, he had Gardner Minshew. 
Uh, Got to win. The real quick back to the Patriots and the Jets. I, I uh, just saw this. Sauce Gardner made comments after the game about Mac Jones hitting him in the private parts. Well, I'm, Sauce, that's funny. I I was just watching this film. Okay, that Sauce Gardner posted. So he posted say because he said that yesterday, and then he posted proof today. Mac Jones is in a lot of these. I, I don't know why, but his name comes up a lot in these cheap shot. Kind of. Uh, when does side he? Comments. When does he hit Sauce Gardner in the privates? When does he throw a pass and then run out there? No, they're like there's like a there's scrum. like a little there's like a little scrum, and as Mac Jones yeah. is getting up, he comes face to face, and you can see kind of his right arm go down yeah. towards his mix section. Come on, and Mac. Sauce Gardner pushes him away, and Come he wrote now. he doesn't want to get fined, so that's why he's posting Stop proof. Stop <laughs> that stuff, man! Anyway. All, right. All right, finishing out the bad category yesterday was oh yes, you know him, you love him. They're going to win every Super Bowl. Every year until they don't, oh, and that yes. is the Dallas Cowboys. Are you listening, Dave Marcus? The Cowboys, He's listening. they blow oh. out the Jets, oh. but they can't beat the Cardinals? Snap to Dobbs, going to hand it off to more. Big hole up the middle, 40, 35, 30, 20, far side 10, more to the house. Touchdown Cardinals, a 45-yard run. We have been waiting for an explosive play from Rondale Moore. There it is. Yeah, Cardinals Dave, had a Dave bunch of explosive doing, plays yesterday. Dave was, Dave was reenacting what he was doing when that was happening live. Was he it, was quite fun. <laughs> he was, it was quite fun. He was throwing punches at the air, and it was all <laughs> kinds of craziness. Yeah, bad day for the Cowboys all the way around. Uh, they get outplayed by what was supposed to be the league's worst team. I don't think they're the worst team. I, think... I just said they were supposed to be the worst oh, okay. team. I, I don't know that they are. I don't but know why they, I came at you so hard. They were supposed to be. Uh, Dallas is 2-1. and one. In the ugly category, uh, you got the Bears. Uh, and, I mean, I was in Chicago on the way home yesterday. And, I mean, people, you talk about people, they've given up on the Bears already. And Justin Fields, and this is a disaster. There was 34 nothing at halftime. And uh, Justin Fields and the Bears look lost. But who cares about any of that when Travis Kelsey has apparently found Taylor Swift? Third down goal to go for the Chiefs at the three-yard line. Mahomes. Looking right, back of the end zone, cut, touchdown! Kansas City for the 48th time finds Travis Kelsey nine yards deep in the end zone, and the Chiefs lead 40 to nothing. Three touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes. And Taylor Swift says LFGKC up in the booth. It was screaming for Travis Kelsey. Do I have to be this guy? Because I know you guys are gonna be like, it's so nice that they're found each other in their dating. It was a lot with Taylor Swift in the audience yesterday. Come on. What was what was a, what was a lot about it? How many it shots? Was, it was forty-one nothing, and she's like cheering like she's never seen a touchdown before. Maybe she hasn't gone to a football game. She's an Eagles fan too. Which also rankles the Eagles. She looked like a Travis Kelsey fan to me. I knew you were going to say that. That's yesterday. What she, that's, that's what it looked like, Scraby. Yesterday when I was trying not to be a hater, I, I had Tony in my head saying to me, why are you so mad at two people for finding love? And, I don't understand it. All right, now you've got them married and having children and living together happily yeah. ever after. Well, I think the they've TV only dated like two times. The TV literally just showed... Taylor Swift. It if didn't have any. It didn't have any subtitles on the bottom. It says she's so in love with Kelsey. <laughs> it didn't say anything. It was just showing her, and that was just boiling your blood. For yeah, Scraby can't stand. You know, if- he, you know what he doesn't like out there. Everybody, he doesn't like to see anybody happy. No, that's just not doesn't true like at all. to see that. That's not he true at all. It. 
That's very true. Uh, you know, one thing I can tell Taylor. You know, one thing I can tell Taylor Swift is, please don't yell f words into the ear of the mother of Travis Kelsey, which I is think, what she did. I, I don't think Taylor needs your advice on on you're, pretty much anything. Yeah, you know? I, that's a right. good point, Tony. I think she's I, doing I think, pretty well without without I, I your think input. She's got it. Doing pretty I well without Karen, too. I think she's got it, too. All right, we got a couple seconds left, but uh, also in the ugly category was Brandon Staley's idiot move oh at my, the end of the Charger-Minnesota game. We need to put a segment aside for this. Yeah, we'll talk about it more later, but the Chargers still won thanks to this play by Mike Williams. As for the game, right at midfield, first and ten. And it's a screen to Keenan. Keenan flea flicker. Oh, right sideline. He's got him. To the 10-5. Touchdown, Chargers. What can't the captain do? I don't know. He never said that Williams caught that ball. I mean, that's got to be one of the worst calls I've ever heard. <laughs> right the radio call. And here we go. Oh, My goodness. Uh, 28-24 after the Vikings Failed uh, on a last-ditch drive that uh, Brandon Staley helped them set up. We'll talk about that later. We'll also talk about Josh McDaniel's stupid move at the end of the Raiders' loss to Pittsburgh. Steelers queued up on Sunday Night Football. Bootleg left. Throws for the end zone. Touchdown, Steelers. Pat Fryermuth, his second of the year. And Kenny Pickett feels it. Sweet move. That's what it is right there. What a great job. Hey, uh, sweet what? So, so, I don't know what he said. Do you sweet, move? sweet move, I think. I don't know. Well, sweet a, move? Let's These announcers are... Let's listen to it They're again. in early season form. Move! Well, hold on. Sweet, sweet, move? sweet move! That's what... Oh! Got it! Friar Muth. Friar sweet Muth. Muth. So it's Sweet Muth. Yes. M-U-T-H. Like yeah, his that's, last name. Sweet that's, Muth. That's almost, oh. I almost wish oh. that the Pittsburgh guy didn't know who scored the touchdown either. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been better. <laughs> Steelers beat the Raiders 23-18. Uh, there are three games I'm especially looking forward to coming up in week four, and then we got to get the break. But one is the matchup between Brandon Staley of the Chargers, and Josh McDaniel of the Raiders. That is two geniuses going head-to-head next week. The other two games, the Bears play the Broncos next week. Oh, wow. Both teams are awful, 0-3. Also, the Vikings play the Panthers next week, and both of those teams are 0-3. So I always look forward to those kinds of games because that's just how I'm built or whatever. Did I tell you I'm on jet lag? 23 hours. <laughs> Scraby, don't start with me. He's going to hit a wall, and it's going to be hilarious when it happens. It's going to happen on I air. Know. It might happen in about five minutes. Did I tell you I'm jet lagged? <laughs> All right, we're coming back with uh, the, the uh, Daily Gambit, I think it's known as. Scraby, quiet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 